This week on a special on-location episode of Excelsior Journeys, we are here at Spine Bookstore and Cafe in St. Louis, Missouri, to speak with its owner, Mark Panabaker, who is a shining example of what it means to be an integral part in St. Louis's writing community. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for you? And that's what I taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills of Ariel. I've got better things to do tonight than die. jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the corner. It doesn't have to be perfect, just do it. You know, throw some spaghetti against the wall. This is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for tuning in for over 100 episodes. Still can't believe how far the show has gone. We are not stopping anytime soon. Now, I've been in St. Louis since 2011. I'm celebrating 10 years here, and it was in 2012 when I discovered that St. Louis has an amazing writing community. I learned about the Missouri Writers Guild. I learned about the St. Louis Writers Guild. I also got to get Excelsior published through a small press for the first time with Rocking Horse Publishing, which was based out of St. Louis. And in 2015, I met a gentleman named Mark Panabaker, who was inviting all local authors to take part in what he called the St. Louis Indie Book Fair. And this uh, this Indie Book Fair has continued on throughout the years, has been at different various venues. And here we are at the Spine Bookstore and Cafe, which is Mark's latest brainchild that has become a reality, and it's something that he has been uh, working on for quite some time. It is here, it is terrific, and it's a great haven for the writing community. And it's a great opportunity for me to come over here and talk to Mark about this community in general. So it is my pleasure to introduce to you Mark Panabaker. Mark, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Thank you, George. And congratulations on the success of your podcast. And thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for being here. Now, uh, just looking around here, because obviously this is an audio format, so I can't really you know, show you guys what I'm looking at here. But it, it's got you know, plenty of space here for people to come in, have a cup of coffee, and even play a board game if they like. And then they can also go into the room that's connected, which is a full functioning bookstore. And that is filled with all different authors in the St. Louis area. And it's great to see them. And I'm really been really enjoying having my books as, as part of it as well. Actually, it's not just local authors. I have authors from Washington State, Florida, California, Tennessee, Texas, they're predominantly local just because of the sphere of influences here. But but I'm I'm getting some authors from you know other states as well. That's fabulous. That is that is so cool. And I'm also seeing some artwork up on the walls, and and that is by a local artist. Is that correct? Uh, yes, I used to own an art called the Third Floor Gallery on Washington Avenue down in the city years ago. And I've always been connected to the art community in St. Louis, and so I I know a lot of artists. So to to have a bunch of empty wall space at my cafe, it just made sense to grab some artists, friends of mine, and see if they want to show some of their work. So I'm going to do kind of a revolving <coughs> artist thing where maybe every other month we'll have a new artist. And this year, uh, this month, uh, the next couple months is Robert Long. He's a staple in the artist community in St. Louis, and his, his, he's got graffiti-style work that's painted on uh, quilts and uh, moving blankets. 
And so his medium is kind of unique as opposed to just having a canvas. And they're, they're, it's a great color for my space. My space is kind of, has, I think has some really nice colors to it, like a sage, kind of a coffee brown, a good bamboo um, countertop and, and, uh, and, and his colors complement that really well. And so I thought he would be a good artist to have the first time around, but they'll be switched out every other month. That's great. And I do have to say, yeah, just, just walking in here, the, the place is so warm and inviting that, and I'm thrilled to see, to know that the community has really taken to uh, the bookstore. Is that correct? They have. Yeah. They, not only has the community, um, showing support, the, the, the writing community showing support, the, the neighborhood has shown support. We sold, I'm embarrassed to say this, but we sold a lot more books than I thought we would, to be honest with you. Yeah, when every time I would talk about having, opening up an indie bookstore that was going to be exclusively for indie authors and publishers, just about everybody just kind of cocked their head and would ask me, do I think you're going to sell a lot of books? And I'm like, well, no, actually, I don't, because it's hard to sell indie authors. People want to know the names. They want to, and, I, and I thought it would be kind of difficult. But I said, well, I don't expect to sell a lot of books, but that's not really the only reason I'm doing this. Is I'm also doing this because I want to have author readings and have different events and, and just kind of help the, the, writing, the indie writing community grow. And so it's like, yeah, okay. And so most people understood that when I said, well, I don't expect to sell a lot of books. You know, I, I have other revenue gonna, you know, coming in. But they were like, oh, okay. And it's, it's, been, it's, it's been very encouraging where people are just taking risks. They're looking at titles. They're, lo- they're looking at the back cover. They're, they're looking at the authors, getting a little information from them or from, from the, the, the book covers and taking chances and buying books. And it's, it's, it's really exciting. And, yeah. That is great. That is, that is so cool. And I, I'm, really, I'm really impressed by how you know, like you've really made a name for yourself as a real champion of local creatives basically like uh, as just like you said how you started with uh, with the art community and then and also now working with so many indie authors i'm curious to know like what was the i always like to refer to things as the lightning bolt moment and that's something that just kind of forces you to go in that particular direction and say that is what i want to do that is the kind of person i want to be and i've re- i've met like I, I've known a lot of people that really that really push for in for indie authors especially in St. Louis but to see to see the de, the degree that you've pushed has been really impressive so what was it that really wanted you what is it that really wanted you to reach out and, and provide a platform for so many people well, it started with the St. Louis Indie Book Fair. I had been writing for years and years and years. And, and I tried to get published like everybody else, tried to find an agent like everybody else. And I didn't have much success, but I kept writing because I loved the, the, the process. I just kept writing. And I went through a period of depression. And when I got out of the depression, I realized that I wanted to like do something with the writing. And so I decided to look into self-publishing. And that's how I became an indie author. And so once I had my books published, being an owner of an art gallery and being a host of, of, of various um, events, I knew I could put something together to help not only sell my books, to, to promote me and my books, but to promote other indie authors, other, in the other indie authors. And so I started the St. Louis Indie Book Fair. And we, we did that for several years. We tried different locations. We never really got quite the response that I wanted as far as uh, turnout from 
from the readers, but the response from the writers was very encouraging. And I grew, I, get to, I got to know a lot of the authors and, and became friends with them and just started falling in love with the, 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 the writing. Once I started getting involved, I mean, instead of just being in my, in, at my desk writing, started getting involved with the other writers in the writing community, it just kind of fell into place. So the Stable City Book Fair was formed from that. And then a couple of years ago, this lightning bolt moment you had, I had this epiphany, the same thing, where I was driving down Cherokee Street one day, and I just had this vision of a bookstore cafe. And I drove by this building, this corner building, that had a for rent sign in it. And I just thought that was very serendipitous. And I thought, okay, well, let's call this guy. And he was really into the idea of me coming in and, and doing an indie bookstore cafe. And we started talking about it. And then he got all squirrely on me when I started talking about having to do like a build out because I wanted to put a bar in and, and, I, and I would have to put an ADA bathroom. And he started getting squirrely on me when I started like getting into the details of what I wanted to do. And thank God he did because I was ready to sign the lease. And then when he disappeared on me in mid-email, he's ghosted me soon after that COVID hit. Oh, wow. So it was like, so thank God, because otherwise I'd have been stuck with a lease and nothing, <laughs> nothing to do. Yeah. So, so a year goes by, literally a year goes by, and, and, I, and I come across another location. And this is in Benton Park. It's at 1976 Arsenal, where I am now. It's across from Benton Park. And it's a corner building. It has like a whole idea of a, of a, of a book spine and everything. And it's a beautiful building. It's got a nice patio that overlooks the park. It's on. A, it's 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 right off 55. It's 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 a great location. And the the layout wasn't exactly what I was looking for, but it but it worked. And 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 so yeah. So I decided to go ahead and 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 pull the trigger, and do the build out and spend the money and do the investment and, and, and create Spine Indie Bookstore and Cafe. And it's interesting because like I've said this before to other people when I talk about this, where sometimes when you're writing, sometimes when you give your characters enough of a background, enough of a history, they sometimes tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced that before? I have, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think a lot of writers do. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly what has happened to me in my writing, but it also happened with Spine. Mm -hmm. Spine kind of told me where I needed to go. and so. The, the, the business plan kind of shifted a little bit more and I became more of a cafe than I, than I had planned. I had planned on just being the bookstore and an event space mm -hmm. and where I would just have things in the evening and I would just sell booze and that was going to be all. But the cafe just kind of, you know, morphed out of it. And so I listened to her and, and so this is, this is where we are now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't even put two and two together when, it came, when you mentioned the fact that this is a corner spot that that works perfectly for the name yeah. that's that's uh, that's pretty serendipitous like you said so yeah, the other it was the same way it was like this corner building it was just perfect it was the whole idea of a book and, you know so now so now that it's up now that it, it's it's up and running it looks fantastic and and you've already you've uh, told me before we started that you've gotten and like you said at the beginning you've you've sold more books than than you thought uh, you would, which is always a good thing. That's a good and big uh, shout out to to a friend, Debbie Mamber Kupfer, whose pause books are doing very well over here. It seems like the community is definitely taken to the YA fantasy saga that she's got going. And, and Debbie actually, and her children's books as well. Debbie is our top selling author. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine right now. 
Now, have there have there been other authors that really kind of jumped off? No, it's been kind of consistent all over the genre of, of, of fiction and nonfiction. One or two here and there. You can go into the bookstore and you can see in, in several places there's only one copy. Because as a consignment shop, I'm only asking for two copies of each. Yeah. And so if you, you'll go in there and you'll see a lot of single copies sitting there. And they're kind of sprinkled throughout. And those are all sold, obviously. And I'm going to be sending out an email to, to, to Debbie and, and, and everybody else soon saying, replenish my, my stock. <laughs> and, and Debbie, you'll get your check for that. So, but no, I think, well, children's stories, they, they, they're always popular. And, and the YA section was, is, is, is big. But yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, the genres are all pretty much, I think, evenly represented as far as sales. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, there, are some, there are some big plans that you have for, for the authors to get more involved here. I want to share those ideas. Well, the, the first thing is the author, the Friday Night Author Showcase. And so every author that's on my shelves has the opportunity to have an evening where they can read from their book, give a TED Talk, juggle, tell jokes, do whatever they want. It's their night. And we're booking those now. I sent out um, an e-blast to everybody who has sent me their novels, their titles, and, and, and I'm giving them first shot at, because uh, it's first come, first serve basis, to sign up their date. So, so as the Friday nights fill in, we'll just move down the calendar. So right now, I don't have a lot in December because it's the holidays, but they're starting to fill in slowly into the next year. And so every Friday night, we'll have an author showcase where they can, uh, they can do whatever they want to do, however they want to promote themselves, it's, it's up to them. We'll do a live stream on a bunch of social networking that we have set up. We'll do a little pre-podcast before they go on on stage. And we also have a package where they can have their, their evening, parts of their evening, professionally video, videoed and edited together oh, wow. for little PR packets that they can use. And yeah, and 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 I hope I hope people take advantage of that because the biggest problem that indie authors have is is the the the, the self promotion. They just mm -hmm. they really I mean they, they they like most of them like just to be at the desk writing and they just don't want to put themselves out there and and self promote and it's not the same thing. A lot of painters, it's different for a painter. You can just hang a painting on a wall and that's it. But to, to promote a book, you have to actually have somebody sit down and commit time and read it. So it's harder to kind of, and then it's very personal. So, yeah. so, and, and so traditionally published authors had their, had their publicist and had their, 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 their publisher uh, and their agent promote them. But as an indie author, you had to do that all yourself. Yeah. So I want to give them as many opportunities and options to promote themselves as possible. So one of them is a professionally video capture of their, of their Friday night author showcase. Excellent. Excellent. And then, so they would, they would do their, they would do their, they would talk a little bit about the, the, their book, do a little Q&A, read a little bit from it. And then afterwards is, is uh, mingling, correct? Yeah, yeah. So they can come in and they can do whatever they want, however they want to promote their book. I mean, if they want to do a Q&A, if they want to have a, a, have a discussion, if they, if they just want to read from their books, I mean, it, it really, it's however they want to present themselves and promote themselves. And we'll have a little interview beforehand. And then afterwards, my hope is that everybody will stick around and just have a few drinks and mingle and talk. And, and, and maybe they can sign then at that point. And it's going to be from like 6 to 10. So it's going to be kind of early in the evening. We'll probably shut down at midnight. So after, after it's over, you hang out for a couple hours and call it a night. 
because we're not going to be a bar bar we're going to have we're going to be open in the evening and we're going to sell booze but we're going to be open when we have like events and so we'll have different events so yeah. some of the events that i want to have if i may real quick is i want to do a moth inspired storytelling night and i want to do a an open mic uh poetry night and i want to do an open mic uh singer songwriter night and then i want to do my friday night author showcase and then maybe a a game night, a Scrabble or something, I don't know. But I wanna, so I, so yeah, so I, I wanna, so I wanna have those events and people come in and kinda check things out, very low key, but interesting, I think, interesting. Yeah. And so I'm looking for hosts or hostesses to, to do the moth-inspired storytelling and the poetry and the singing songwriting. So once I find them, I'll be able to lock in dates and we'll start moving forward on that. But right now, we're moving Friday night. Friday Author Showcase. Excellent. And have you been able to get in touch at all with, with the music community here in St. Louis? I have. I have a couple of people that I'm talking to in the music community, and I'm getting some response from the, the poets mm-hmm. as well. I'm not having much luck with the storytellers just yet, but it's, it's all word of mouth, and, and, and it, I'll, I'll keep putting it out there, and, and, and I, I see my name getting passed around, and people are, are tagging friends, and they're getting back to me, and we're, so we're, we're talking about it. So I'm confident that we'll, we'll find somebody that can handle it and do it well and, and, then, and, and make that a consistent thing. That know. sounds great. That sounds Thanks. great. I lo- I'm, real, I'm really thrilled with, with all the different ideas that you have going for this. I'm, I am excited for the future of, of, this, of this, uh, this whole shop. And now tell us a, a little bit about the Indie Book Fair, like when it started. Because like it started in, in 2015 and I, like I took part in a couple of them. I, I was there for 2015 and again for 2017. So with that, you know, that, with that indie yeah, book fair kind of like bouncing around at different venues, now you, it seems like you have a home for it here. Is that, is, that the, is that a plan as well? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this is definitely the home for the St. Louis Indie Book Fair. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna um, get a permit and I'm either gonna either have it in Benton Park or I'll have it right next to Spine Bookstore, right next to the patio, right on the street. Mm-hmm. That is, that's, that's a, that's a, like a, it's a cul-de-sac, so there's not a lot of you know, through traffic. That I should be able to get a permit to put out tables for the indie authors on the street on, on Illinois, but I also would like to be able to get out on the park as well. Yeah. Um, so my plan is the St. Louis Indie Book Fair will get picked up again. I'll, I'll, I haven't I haven't done it in a couple of years, but the plan is for 2022 to have the St. Louis Indie Book Fair come back with Spine as its sponsor. Nice. And and we'll have hopefully we'll have a lot of tables set up. A lot of authors will find a you know good time weather wise. So yeah. So I'm excited to see that on his feet again because it's been a couple of years absolutely and it was it really was like a really fun a really fun event to introduce a lot of people that would not have known and to each other i mean a lot of a lot of authors met i I found Mm -hmm. out later on a lot of authors made friends with and met other authors through my book fair yeah yeah i think i think it was there that i uh became friends with maggie adams there you go. And so, and I've narrated one of her books, so even better. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun. Good so, for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now, have you been able to get, because as I was coming over here on, on Arsenal, I passed by Gus's Pretzels, I passed by, there's a Cafe Piazza. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to work with them for anything? I did to work with them 
really, to be honest with you. Cafe Piazza is a, is a restaurant, and I'm not set up really to do any kind of food. I might do like cold service or something like that. But if I do that, I'm probably going to small business chefs that are out there. Like our pastries are from Delish Emporium, and it's a husband and wife team, and they make fantastic pastries. And so I'm going to try to find someone like that who has, has all their all their certification and, and, and all their health codes and you know yeah. are met and all that kind of stuff but provide like small like sandwiches or some kind of small plate food some kind of something else other than just pastries and then and then and then Gus's pretzels which are are, are are good delicious no doubt I just I I, I I haven't really reached out to them yet. I mean, for no reason other than I, I, I'm getting my stuff from Delish right now. Yeah. And so there really is no need. But I, I, I do like their pretzels. And so I, oh, yeah. I, should, I probably <laughs> should have them laying around. Their pretzels are quite good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they are. They when are. I start selling beer, maybe I should definitely have their pretzels. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. That, yeah that's, 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 uh, that's a really good idea there. And if I, if, I, if I do that, it would definitely be gusset. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so with all of this, you got, you know, some big plans here. Like what, what else does the future hold for Spine? Well, a couple of things. One, there is a space next to the bookstore that is currently occupied that if that individual moves out, I might see if I can move in to make it into a little bit, and make it into a restaurant. And the way I'd have my cafe and my bookstore and my restaurant, and I'd be more of a presence here. And I'd be able to use the whole storefront and, and just, and just, just make this thing happen and, and everything is always directed to the books right so the restaurants on one side the cafes on the other and it's just getting people in to buy some food and buy some drinks and go into the library and, and, buy a and book. enjoy some books yeah and uh, and if and if god willing it's like if it, it takes off then i I'm, I'm prepared to do the same thing in kansas city in Kansas City, really? Yeah. Going to yeah. franchise it out? I, 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 that's absolutely part of the potential scenario or spine is, is yeah, is Excellent. moving to other areas. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, the, the sky is definitely the limit for Spine Bookstore and Cafe. I am really excited to see how far it's gone already. I'm really excited to see that uh, there are already some authors that are taking off over here. And I am just absolutely thrilled to see someone like Mark Panabaker, who has been a champion for local art and is finally, you know, is finally getting his own dream here realized. And it's something that I am really looking forward to. I hope that all of you are. If you're in the St. Louis community, by all means, please go ahead and come to Spine Bookstore and Cafe. Open seven days, eight to four, 1976 Arsenal Street. And for Mark Panabaker, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward. And I will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com.